This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. Apa kabar? Hello. This is Chella with Omsa. Tune in every second Tuesday at 3 p.m. as we take you through a journey about the diverse culture, music, language, tradition, lifestyle, and of course, the food that we have in Malaysia. It is a session where students can share about their life and the experience of studying here in Otago. So, come and join us for a chill and fun afternoon brought to you by the committee members of the Otago Malaysian Students Association. Omsa. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Yeah. Hello. It's quite weird listening to your own sound here. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, like, this, so this cringe. Like first time experience, man. Yeah. Yeah, but um, it's it's like once once in a lifetime. Well, unless you come on more shows, you know. Yeah. Uh, okay, welcome back to Chill Out with Omsa. We are back. I'm your host for today, Sean, and um, we have on today's episode. It's about going from an offshore student like going from being an offshore student to being an onshore student and to discuss that today we have a special guest with us Cheryl Lee hello hello hello, hello. Sean. <laughs> uh, so Cheryl is actually uh, I, yeah actually yeah first of all could you just tell us a bit about yourself um, first so yeah my name is Cheryl I'm a sec- currently a third year data science and finance student at University of Tago wow. and um, <laughs> basically um, overseas the entire 2021 but technically I was on exchange at the first half and then like you know lockdown started and then I was stuck overseas yeah that's basically me <laughs> yeah yeah so Cheryl has a very unique experience but pre-covid um, we knew each other from college um so we went to the same residential college. Shout out to Toro. Um, Toro. 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 <laughs> you know, you know when you like pronounce like um, like Toreo words. Um, I always try to get the pronunciation right, but then like sometimes my Malaysian accent just like slips out. Wait, how, how, what's the um the, the correct pronunciation for Toroa? Toroa. I think it's Toroa. Toroa. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Toroa. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Malaysian version. Um, yeah, so we used to be college mates um, when I was in first year. She was there for the full year. Yeah, I, I was, was there, there like, like in 2019. Yeah, I was there halfway through. That's how we knew each other. And then we went for one summer and I came back, but she did not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's where our paths diverged and she went on her own journey um, through COVID. Yeah. Um, so, like, so... Tell me more about like data science and like um because you're in your third year. Yeah, I'm in my final year th- in um yeah in uni. Yeah, wow. So how has the journey <laughs> been so far? Like, like you mean studying in Otago, doing data science and finance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of enjoy it. I feel like it's something that um I really enjoy doing. Like you know the programming stuff with a bit of stats and then like looking at the visualization plots. It's it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I hate stats, but like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really respect people who can uh actually use the stats and like deal with the stats. Um, that is a skill I wish I had. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's good. Um, so with like data science, are you um going to continue onwards with study, or are you gonna work, or uh, what's your plans after? Yeah, ideally, I would start working immediately after I graduate. But at the end, I think like at the end of the at the year, I'm going down to up to Auckland for my internship in 
and then graduate and then hopefully find a job. Ooh. <laughs> um, have you gotten an internship sorted at Auckland? Is it Auckland? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, sorted. All sorted. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is how you get prepared, people. Yeah, can we get tips? <laughs> how to stay prepared for your future career. Reflect uh, on yourself and then plan what you want to do. Listen up. Got a motivational speaker, man. <laughs> Just, you know, later I see you on like a panel somewhere. <laughs> Red Bull series. Um, okay, um... So with that, no, it seems like you got it all planned out. And like, ever been to Auckland? Yeah, yeah I've been to yeah a couple times. Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, how do you find it? Um, like I compared mean, to the needed, I guess I think that's a better way to ask it. I mean, um, Auckland, it's like a city where I was also born in a city, so I can't really see much difference in terms of the I culture. Know, know. Yeah, yeah, you know. But when you're in Dunedin, it has that Dunedin like, feel. Yeah, Dunedin vibe, like the chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the chill vibe, yeah. I went to Auckland recently too, and it's just it just reminds me of home. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like, like all the Asian restaurants. Yeah, like, exactly. Right? Yeah, <laughs> food is good. So shout out to Uncle Mans. <laughs> if you want good roti canai, please go there. Yeah, I had satay at Uncle. It's really good. Yeah, I like how they flip the roti. Roti chanai. Yeah, I was so happy. I didn't eat roti chanai for like a year and a half, and I was like, "What?" Yeah. Um. Yeah. But anyways, um. So you went on exchange. Mm-hmm. That was the summer of 2019. Um. And then straight after summer, your exchange started. Yes. Yes. So like summer was in um 20. Like the end of 2019, I went back to Malaysia and then I went for an exchange in Singapore. Don't ask me why, because <laughs> Singapore <laughs> is like beside Malaysia, but closer I, to home. Yeah, it's closer yeah. to home. I get a bit of home, a, a little bit homesick. Funny that's you should why, like, say. Don't yeah. ask you why. I was about to ask you why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so like, I decided to choose somewhere that's like kind of near home, so that. Well, that's part of the reason, but like the main part of the reason is because like NUS had good reputation for like yeah. um the computing stuff and like it's it's really good in the area that I'm currently studying. Yeah, and like um for our viewers who don't know, sorry, our listeners who don't know, uh, NUS is the National University of Singapore. Um, they're a very esteemed uh, university, like worldwide as well. Um, like they had they a got, high reputation. Yeah, very yeah. high reputation, very high ranking. Uh, Singaporeans. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like um, Harvard, an Asian version of Harvard. Yeah, yeah, I would say the ASEAN region, the Southeast yeah. Asian region of like Harvard. Um, which is pretty cool because was it on the list of like Otago Exchange? Yeah, um, it's it's yeah. in the list. Yeah. Um. Actually, could you would you mind explaining like how do exchanges work at Otago as well? Because I think it'd be really cool to hear about the experience. Um. Well, I think for every students in Otago, you're able to go for um exchange for two semester, but it's it depends on you whether you want to do it like one semester or you want to do it two. So um, they had a list of all the universities that they are doing exchange program with. So just look through the list and then um, choose which one you're kind of interested in. And then you can talk to the exchange advisor. And, and then I guess you have to um, look at the course that they offered and look back at your own paper and see what equivalent you can like get it cost credited. Yeah. And then like go to your head of department, get it signed. Was that like, stressful for you? Or was um, it like kind of just like, uh, chinchai? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, that's a... That's a like, 
a typical flow that you have to follow quite a lot of paperwork but uh, like yeah. you you'll be fine but you once know? you once you resolve yourself to do it then i'm guessing everything yeah, sort yeah. of everything falls kinda, into place because yeah. it seems kind of complicated and i'm like uh i don't know if i want to do it actually yeah everything it's nicely listed at the website so yeah, that's yeah good. if you don't don't know what to do just talk to the exchange advisor and then they'll like tell you how yeah no that's perfect um yeah okay um with that um so why did you go for an exchange um in particular or did you just want to go back home like let him that stay the <laughs> yeah i got a homesick so yeah, that's why yeah, yeah. and no, yeah um yeah data science wait wait, wait sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sean lost his string of thought <laughs> yeah yeah i'm just thinking like Wait a minute. <laughs> um, so when you went to NUS, did you... Because um, COVID would have hit already, right? Um, uh, when you started? Or did it not hit yet? Um, I mean, like, um, I think when I went to exchange, COVID kind of like started, like, but it's in not that serious at our part of region. So um, my like university started in January in Singapore and then we get like two months normal study life and then um covid kind of like hits more like things get a bit serious with the quotation mark and then they actually had like a stricter measures in singapore they call it the circuit breaker which kind of implements at the end of february if not mistaken yeah and that's where all the classes everything moved to online and then they asked those local students to go back home and then yeah they just kind of get students to not like all crowd together in the university like yeah. if you if you're a lo- local resident just go back home and then yeah balik yeah, the, yeah balik and yeah, then balik your, yeah, yeah this classes everything have been most online oh yeah. so um you had to go back to malaysia is it no no i because i was in living singapore. in a local a residential college ish in singapore so yeah 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 everything it's pretty much paid up front already so like uh, yeah if i go back it's not worth it yeah like, like like waste money yeah yeah yeah, yeah. kind of makes sense um and did you enjoy that college time or um <laughs> I, I mean you don't have to comment about it um, um like well imagine um everything had been moved online and then even like getting your like like having meals you have to like go back to your own room and like yeah look, like yeah just four walls with your bed and then you have to eat ah, in your own room yeah, no yeah, human yeah. interaction I you know it. it's a bit lonely and then yeah, yeah. especially when also um academically academically stress you know yeah, yeah. yeah so you had your like your own unit and you couldn't like no flatmates no nothing yeah it's like more like a dorm like a single dorm room kind of style and then yeah it's also because it's a local residential college so most of them already went back home so there's not a lot of international Uh, students or exchange students around that time yeah and that college i'm guessing was full of international students um full of locals so mainly they went they went back home so it's kind of empty yeah yeah because singapore for those of you who don't know Singapore, their city is their country. So, <laughs> so like if they want to go back home, it's probably like twenty to thirty minutes max. Um, mm. To even like even if you live on the other side of Singapore, you get like forty minutes to mm-hmm. an hour to get to the other side by car. 
Um, so very close by. So yeah, so you were sort of like pastoral care was still okay with everything. It's just I'm guessing, or is it you just literally left on your own and then? I I I'll yeah. say it's pretty much like left on your own. You really felt yeah. lonely, like lonely, like yeah. nine to five. You just stay in your room yeah. watching lectures. I guess this uh, yeah. relates to the that. Do you remember the question? Do you remember the initial experience when COVID first started hitting that part of the world? Like uh, you kind of already answered. Where were you and what you were doing during that time? Um, what exactly did you do to sort of cope with that? Though I think that's something that I want to explore. Um, um, well, like one of the toughest thing that I actually faced was be- was my academic because when I was doing the um course like a paper equivalent, it wasn't really an equivalent. So I actually took up. A, a paper that it's much harder than what I'm supposed to do. So oh. yeah, they already assume you know a certain Damn. like knowledge, a background to it, and then this they they started like um bringing in like a harder concept. That's when I feel like I don't know much of the like the pre like pre background of yeah, the yeah, thing, yeah, and yeah. then yeah. Oh, so uh, I had lots that, of to catch up on. Yeah. So at least did that keep you busy? Um, I'm guessing. Uh, <laughs> Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like I spent a lot of time like doing like my assignments, just like like starting from A again. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, um, that and must then, have been quite then, the challenge. And then you have to do it online. There's no people like you could reach out to to look for help in a, oh, in a way. Yeah, yeah, because like the online support must have not been good. Because like, I was the, on the other side trying to get mm-hmm. support for you guys. Mm-hmm. But we literally could not think about <laughs> a, a single solution for that. We were like, yeah. what do we do? We call Zoom call, everybody just keep quiet. And then they, they're just like, um, yeah, what would you have wanted like people to do here like in order to support you? Yeah. You mean um, like the community? Community, in university, um, anybody really. Like, is there something people here at the uni itself? Uh, could have done I haven't put much thought into that yeah um, maybe we can reserve that for like later or something and just yeah, like let maybe, it yeah, let it process could, yeah we could like, we could do some brainstorming on yeah. the show and see how things are done because it's, it's still a point that I feel that my mental health was calling that it's not good so I have to like do something yeah. to yeah, yeah I think that's a big one like you having to take care of your mental health but um, mm. I think that's that's one of the questions that we will ask later in terms of the struggles um, yeah, and maybe I can share a bit about our experience because you weren't here in New Zealand when it hit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was here at Toroa, um, and we. I just remember everything was going smooth, and then lockdown was starting to happen, and then New Zealand has the level one to four system, um, and then it was straight to level four, and I had a decision to make, which was to stay in the college, and it had like very strict rules on like food and like when eating times and uh, everything was just reminding me of my school which was a boarding school so I didn't really want to stay there um, and I I had um, better connections outside um, I mean you know my crew um, yeah. T, Mateo yeah. <laughs> shout out to my boys shout out to my shout boys shout out to my boys um, yeah and a couple other dudes as well um, so yeah, I stayed at um, their flat. They were very kind to let me mm-hmm. stay at their flat. That's nice. Yeah, but I had to live on the floor for two months. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, the, someone, like, someone in the flat wouldn't let me use their room. I don't, I, I don't know, man. Like, so then you uh, get like electronic blanket, you know, because Dunedin's yeah. flat and then it's so cold and you have to sleep on the floor. Yeah, and uh, it made me realize how like people weren't kidding when they were talking about the insulation. Like in some flats in Dunedin was just quite um, not as regulated. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be as nice as possible, but I, I'm, I'm basically saying it's crap. Um, yeah, it is crap. Um, but hey, you do. I was just really grateful that that I got a space to like um, be be with others. Like I guess that's my contrast. Um, but uh, that was like my first time, I guess, flatting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was so weird um, because. Like I'm just living on the floor. The living room is my room, and um, <laughs> there was no door. There was no door. It was just a There's curtain. no privacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm literally like you know I can, and the walls are thin anyway, so you can just it was just very weirdly built. There's no door to the living room or anything. So um, like when they cook in the living room, you can't. They, that's where your bed is. Yeah, Technically, sort of like um, there's like a whole lane or like alley or owl I don't know corridor yeah, yeah corridor yeah. corridor <laughs> I'm just trying to find the correct <laughs> word and like, oh yeah corridor uh, to the kitchen so it was a bit far away but then the flat was so oh, it was little small so um, you could just smell everything I didn't mind the food like, it was nice um, yeah so that was sort of my experience uh, it was nothing against the Toroan people it's just because I knew other Toroan people that I wanted to stay with. Yeah, and that was for about a month. But I'm guessing you had to go through it for basically until you came back, I guess. Yeah. Or was there a period where it eased up? Um, you mean my my boarding experience or like Yeah, cuz didn't you cuz how long was your exchange for? Sorry, I didn't know. It's ask only earlier. it's only for um one semester, so it's from January until Mm, May, June-ish Yeah and Oh then, wow yeah. yeah And then And then I figured out that Oh I can't go back to New Zealand So I kind of went back to Malaysia And then stayed with my family Yeah and then you did everything online from there Yeah I did everything online yeah. So how was that contrast between um, I'm guessing it was better Because you were with your family obviously mm-hmm. Yeah And also I wasn't on a full load So I only took um, two distance papers so it wasn't that bad doing online papers ah, at so, the point yeah yeah and um, you would have gotten used to like oh. how are you on distance papers like are you confident with me for a person like me I can't do distance papers like I could well, not well for my course it's programming so technically you're already halfway doing ah, things online so, so you have to have the skill yeah mm. it's like um, it's manageable I would say oh yeah and it's not a Malaysian show. Well, on Chilla with Omsa, we always talk about food. <laughs> right, so um, Singaporean food. Let's not go to that topic But we can all agree it's just more expensive. Like, it's good food, but it's just more expensive. So if when you were in college, did you have a chance to like get deliveries? or? Um, you mean during my quarantine? Yeah, yeah, during your quarantine. Well, okay, so quarantine that's a really like interesting and long story i would say so i think majority of the people doesn't really have experience like traveling um internationally during covid but personally i traveled twice under that strict measures and also i quarantined twice which is the first time was coming back from singapore to malaysia so i quarantined 
like two weeks in Malaysia. And the second time was returning back to New Zealand. I got quarantined again, which is another 17, no, to, um, like another two weeks. So that's like yeah. one whole month in the quarantine hotel altogether. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of mastered the art of quarantine oh already. Oh, yeah. damn, Tiala. We yeah. have a quarantine master. One tips to everyone, prepare your own HDMI cable. <laughs> 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 Actually, yeah. So I'm guessing a Chromecast would have saved you a lot of time. And yeah, you equipment. can just you can just play <laughs> the your movies from the television. Yeah, I think this is good. Um, if anybody is tuning in, and they are planning to go back to Malaysia, yeah, make sure you bring your HDMI. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good tip. Um, but yeah, since we're already on the topic, like um, right now, I just want to discuss about. Uh, more about your story and your times in quarantine and if there were any specific moments you had to face because of this whole situation that you felt were particularly in, is particularly interesting to talk about yeah um so like i actually got swapped five times in total if not mistaken so like swapped five like oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. the no swap you know the covid test i only did it once and i'm like oh yeah I don't it's so weird it feels like um i knew how he's gonna like how's it gonna be so when i saw them taking out the stick and then i just closed my <laughs> eyes and they're like okay do your job um this is the perfect <laughs> moment his gali bro yeah gali right yeah, yeah it, um, it's just like they'll ask you do you want it did you prefer doing the left nose drill or the right nose drill wow they ask you for <laughs> preference like, huh? yeah like um bro, i don't even know what the difference me, they just they just like stick it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it, how, how do you feel at that point <sighs> damn it's like you know when you go into a swimming pool and then water gets up your nose and then it gets plucked it's called a nose pluck right yeah yeah and then it feels like that but a longer more uncomfortable version of it yeah but you can feel it going like deep into your nose yeah, and then I know <laughs> we are getting into the nitty gritty okay, details okay, so, so, but um, no. um, honestly okay it takes like two seconds two yeah. to three seconds so it's not a big deal trust me um, trust her. <laughs> trust yeah, her from someone that did five times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you even get used to it at all? Yeah, like? it's like when um, cause when you get quarantined in New Zealand, you actually had to do three three swaps in total. Like yeah. the first day that you so go into the hotel, and then like the third day, and then the day before you, yeah, the few days before you like kind of like check out the hotel. So, so it's to the point that okay, just open the door, do whatever you want to me, and then yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm guessing every time the swap came, you're like, ah, you like, you like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, just for context for our listeners also, uh, when we say illegally is like sort of, uh, disgusted or like goosebumps or I don't know how to describe really. yeah disgusted it's like tinglish yeah tinglish but like you feel a chill down your spine or like yeah. um, something that just puts you off like the like you know the term creepy crawlies um, it's like with insects um, and it's like ugh gali. like that's how we would describe <laughs> it or it's just it's a very specific it's word it's funny to see how you're actually doing that movement but like most of them can't see it I know I know I know uh, if you can't see me right now I'm using like hand gestures to try and explain it but I keep forgetting I'm on a radio show um, <laughs> yeah so that's gali. what I said in Mandarin just now was oh again 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 yeah, so we do a lot of repetition in Mandarin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you lie, you lie, you lie. It's like, oh, again. Uh. Um, yeah, so yeah, the swaps. 
obviously that'd be that'd be a highlight and New Zealand's quite strict with that since they did three right yeah they did three yeah and it's like one week and then but also a good thing is that um they actually check in to like ask how are you doing how are you feeling like to make sure yeah you're good so cute. that your mental health is good like be wow. well taken care of like, yeah they will call you occasionally like hi how you doing uh, the kind of thing oh. which is which is kind of cute Ka- yeah kind of makes you reminded that you're in New Zealand <laughs> yeah and, and also um like Classic every morning Kiwi when they serve breakfast first they actually comes with like a newsletter and with like mini like puzzle for wow, you to like so like sudoku or like yeah like so some quiz you felt really taken care of yeah <laughs> i mean this is it's not like to this the malaysian system yeah uh it's just to just to talk about the culture and the difference yeah, yeah and also like the food selection was pretty good yeah in, in new zealand yeah they like, um they actually had a wide range of um food varieties like um continental asian halal Mm. Wow, so everything like Thai food. Yeah, you can you can choose. Um, uh, you can like the first day when you check in, and then they gave you this menu kind of thing. So you has, you just have to take like what oh, drinks like, you want to get. It's basically like, lunch, like the hotel. Dinner. Um, yeah, the hotel style kind of. Um, like room dining. Yeah, room yeah. dining. Oh, but for once you can actually you have to use it. So it's like the you know how sometimes when I was like in hotels last time as a kid, I would it's be like, pricey, yeah, eh? I'm like, oh look at that, it's pricey. You can, but it'd be cool to have like room dining. And then so this is basically room dining, the necessary experience. But the quarantine, let's let's just not talk about it. You have to pay in New Zealand, but you, yeah. but I don't have to pay when I'm in Malaysia. Ah, <laughs> uh, so Malaysia free. Um, was it because you are Malaysian? Um, it's actually not free. Like, um, at the beginning, like quarantine is actually free. But when more students kind of come back, like some of them actually have to pay. So I guess it's just depends on like what period you came back to Malaysia. Ah, yeah, yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Um, because now is paid, isn't it? I I'm not sure, but should be. Yeah, yeah. Or like you have to. Mm, I know. Yeah, I can't recall. Yeah, so you. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, thank you so much for sharing so far. I think we can pick this up um after, after the break. Um, so this is scars to your beautiful by, uh, Alessia, <laughs> Alessia Char, um, Alessia Alessia Kara Kara Alessia Kara 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 yeah Western name. And um, you dedicate this to... Yeah, like all the women's out there that's like struggling to find themselves. Well, you don't have to live under someone's expectation, you know, like the society's like norms. Like, yeah, you're just beautiful the way you are. <laughs> so cool. I cry. I'm so cute. Okay. Uh, anyways, yeah, Scars to you, beautiful. Beautiful she goes, unnoticed she knows, no limits she craves. Attention she praises An image she prays to be Sculpted by the sculptor Oh, she don't see The light that's shining Deeper than the eyes can find it Maybe we are made of blind souls She tries to cover up her pain And cut her woes away Cause cover girls don't cry After the face is made But there's a hope that's
envy so she's starving you know cover girls eat nothing she says beauty is pain and there's beauty in everything what's a little bit of hunger i can go a little while longer she fades away she don't see her perfect she don't understand she's worth it all that beauty goes deeper than the surface oh oh so to all the girls that's hurting let me be your mirror help you see a little bit clearer the light that shines within there's a back from the break yo what's up what's up what's up um so we're just continuing on with the conversation before um i think we were on food (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah food um so that was new zealand's food yes that was was new zealand's food was it from because where did you quarantine auckland christchurch Um, i quarantined in christchurch but you you could actually choose not not choose which hotel you want to go but um it actually like depends on where's your like first like touch point in New Zealand so if you bought a flight from say Malaysia to Christchurch and then like suppose suppose Christchurch will be your quarantine place yeah yeah so oh uh, so um also how was the process like cuz if you book that flight right and then you landed in like Christchurch like how did you book the book the hotel before? Like go? that was one of the things that I wanted to highlight because it's yeah, whew, what a tough one. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go so, on, go on. Like yeah, so um, you actually have to book your room through a system called MIQ, like room booking, which is by the New Zealand government, I guess. So when I was trying to like when I get everything settled and sorted and actually I could like get my visa and I could come back already and then I have to book my quarantine and when I checked during that time which is I think like around April and 
the system will just fold all the way up until July. And I keep on refreshing, refreshing, but it's just... Not, nothing just shows up, you know. So because during that time, I was actually planning to like get back to New Zealand as early as possible for Basatu, like the Basatu games. So I, I literally keep on refreshing the website, like, <laughs> hello, please, <laughs> just something come out, like any any availability will be good. Yeah, yeah. so it was like, because for those who don't know, it's a MIQ lottery system, isn't it? Uh, It's not. Um, not lottery, but it's like um, it's just very hard to get a spot. It's really hard to get a spot, and then you have to ch- choose like the spots just gets um like unavailable really quickly. Uh. So you have to like select, and then um once you select, they kind of reserve it for you for twenty four hours, and and then you have to book a flight ticket and then to confirm your place uh, with the MIQ. Yeah, that was my next question. I'm like, did you have to book before or like? Because it yeah. kind of makes sense. You secure you your secure, sport. and then you buy a flight ticket to like. Yeah. confirm that yes I'm yeah. coming back at that time so yeah that's basically it's really frustrating but thank god one night I think it's by like someone didn't manage to secure their place so there's one particular empty spot that pops up like oh my god thank god and so I just booked in and I flew back in the, um 29th of April yeah 29th of April damn yeah which is really quick because I got my visa at like the first week of April and then I just have to wait a couple more weeks and then I can yeah. fly. Oh my god. Really lucky. What a journey, man. You just sound so stressful and um, just really complicated to do. Um, <laughs> but at least you have experience on it now. Um, like It's an experience that nobody else has. Um, just really cool. Um, yeah, and... I, I don't know why I'm still thinking about the food I'm like so so <laughs> are you hungry Sean? yeah I'm probably really hungry right now um, no, it's because like um, I'm thinking about like how the food situation differs like with the different quarantines as well like obviously Malaysian food you get Malaysian food so e, um, you don't get to choose what food you're gonna get in Malaysia it's basically already they already set up the menu for you so yeah it's Pretty much Malaysian food, you get nasi lemak, um, you get like nasi, uh, mee goreng, curry, yeah. curry, 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 curry. <laughs> yeah, all the different kinds of curry. Yeah, different kinds of curries. Yeah. If you guys, if you Kiwis think that there's um, a lot of cu- uh, curries already, like variety, um, yeah, wait till you get back to Malaysia. <laughs> yeah, curry, 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 curry. <laughs> wait till you go to Malaysia. Um, yeah, but food was still okay. It's super good. It's okay. Okay lah. Okay lah, okay lah. Mama yeah. teh. Um, yeah, mama te means mediocre. It's mama te, not mama te. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like Japanese from the way you say. Oh, mama te, <laughs> mama te, mama te. Yeah, yeah. I just speak really quick sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so very mama te, right? Yeah, yeah nah, yeah. nah, nah, nah. <laughs> um, so was that from restaurants or just from the hotel? Yeah, itself? It's, it's probably from the hotel. Yeah, then and they cook, they cook in house, and then they kind of like packed it and then just serve to the guests. Yeah, and compared to New Zealand, it's also it's also being cooked in house, but the only difference would be, I guess, um, having more food variety. You get to choose yeah, a bit what what more you feel like eating. Yeah, even though Malaysia has that variety, um, um, you get to choose here like a bit more. In the quarantine hotel in Malaysia, it's actually, um, it it gets repeated the second week. So like for uh, the first for one to seven days, I get like this food and then it kind of repeats the second week so I get the same uh, food again the second week wow, but wow. unlike in New Zealand um, you can actually have like 
different foods throughout the 14 days that's wow. a really wow. good one so every day cheryl just be like oh what do i have today yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you, you said you already ticked it off right so yeah. you already decided like, i already decided on oh, the first day because nice. so you, you just required to you're required to like take everything on the first day and then like send it out then, ah, so, so they could they actually prepare, prepare. Yeah. yeah that's actually pretty cool um, so you just anticipated like yeah today is eh, yeah what's up for today yeah, what's up for my dinner uh, breakfast lunch dinner breakfast lunch program. dinner yeah yeah that's good that's good um, and you I'm guessing what did you do in I think that's a good question what did you do inside that like quarantine well, the the MIQ yeah managing <laughs> um, assignments you can't really do much I guess HDMI like, yeah watching watch, movies watching Netflix trying to stay healthy-ish so did you work out? yeah I work out in my room oh my god yeah. doing all those home workouts <laughs> do in like, the hotel you, yeah, room just play like just YouTube search like home workouts and then just do it in your room but actually the good thing about um, quarantine in New Zealand is that they actually have an exercise time where you could actually book like what time you want to go out to the gym and exercise <laughs> yeah so which is something I find it pretty interesting but I didn't actually experience I didn't I just I'm just too lazy to leave my room I guess <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, do I want to go gym Nah, I don't. Nah, you have to get changed and got. But I think um, from what I've heard, you actually got like someone will actually sup- like supervise throughout your exercise time. So oh. while you're doing your exercise, someone oh, wow. will probably there looking at you. Imagine doing push-ups and then someone's like watching at you doing your setups. Bro, imagine <laughs> you're like bad at doing push-ups too, and then you're like form not perfect. Everything just looking very weird. <laughs> you just, oh my god, man! It's like they just judging you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that must be awkward for the people who vouch for it. <laughs> you can just imagine a dude in the corner just like, yeah. But I don't know, I, I didn't actually experience that, so no yeah. comments on it? No comments, no comments. Um, But if any of y'all experienced it, um, do post about it on your social media or something, because I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of curious now how that experience is like. Because like, I live for those really, I don't know, it's like one of those awkward but funny moments. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, what is? Uh, yeah, we talked a little bit about food already. Um, and even like you said, you went back to Malaysia. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would be twenty twenty July. Is it June? June July. June, June. Yep. Yeah, and you stayed with your family until until twenty twenty one March, because I came back to New Zealand. No. Oh yeah, I came back to New Zealand um, at the end of April, so I kind of stayed with my family up until twenty twenty one April. Yeah. Yep. So that's one, nearly one year. Nearly one year. Yeah, yeah. So, and because like obviously we didn't experience um the like lockdowns in Malaysia. So if you could tell the listeners like how it would differ from like New Zealand, that would be great as well. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, uh, I think I sort of get a gist of it. Um, here in New Zealand, level one, level four, quite simple. You know, each level there's a different thing. But um, this is my favorite thing because it's the most Malaysian way of saying it. It's like, MCO, MCO, MCO. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Managed... Um, <laughs> What's, what movement control movement order movement control order yeah yeah they have so many like lockdowns different different like CMCO MCO RMCO I don't even know what it stands for yeah already. okay I think um, CMCO conditional MCO is sort of like a level 2 or 3 I heard that's how it was compared um, FMCO is full um, 
I think Do we even have FMC? I don't, I don't know. know There's too many already Yeah, that's yeah. too many Yeah, but basically MCO at first When the system was put in place I think that was their level 4 um, mm. And then SOPs Yes So uh, I'm pretty sure Like most people I don't need to explain SOPs to everyone um, So it's just standard procedure Making sure that you keep hygienic uh, Just a reminder people um, Just because there's no COVID in New Zealand Doesn't mean you should get complacent So please do your part Scan for the community keep, Oh my god, Sean <laughs> <laughs> Keep us safe no, oh I, I still want to live I still want my uh, <laughs> I still want everyone to be able to like Live the life that we have right now Because we, I, I feel like Even I take it for granted at times And like mm. I'm reminded, you know um, at home I'm like oh no I need to really like make use of my time here like being allowed to even have parties is a huge thing yeah because yeah. like your year back in Malaysia was there times when MCO was lifted and you could go out again actually we do but there's still like restrictions in place like mm. um, one meter social distance and um, um, what else you have to check in like you mean like I mean like it's pretty much like scanning that you're actually going to this place and then have to wear a mask all the time unless only while you're eating yeah mm -hmm. and like it, some people started wearing like two masks right what do you mean by two masks I know there was like the normal mask where you put around your mouth and then you tie it to your ears and then there's one like it looks like a cap oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's actually up to you but um, the standard restriction was just to wear um, a three ply mask which is like a three layer kind of mask classic. if you know what I mean yeah the classic surgical mask yeah no N95 just specifically that one yeah, yeah it's yeah. like any, any mask as long as that's three ply then that's that should be fine <laughs> yeah um yeah, I know my mom always goes out. She, like fully suit? <laughs> yeah, fully suit, game. man. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, and she would like have like custom ones as well. I'm like, voila. Wow. wow. I'm like, bro. Well, I guess do, this is... Do whatever that feels, okay. makes you feel more mm. comfortable, safe. Two cultural products that have probably had their stocks risen would be... Hey, no, yeah, three maybe. Vaccines, um, uh, masks and... Because like, you can now design your mask and you can have different <laughs> types of masks. Oh my gosh. Innovation. There's just so much business you can associate that with. Mm. And, oh, I even forgot the third one. Never mind. It'll come back to me later. Um, yeah, so the the situation, because it must have been so different. Like Because Malaysia is known for having our hawker stalls. You can go mamak. Um, mm. I don't know how many times I've mentioned it on this show, and if you've tuned in before, you already know what a mamak is. But quick recap: it's just a twenty-four hour store. We can eat really unhealthy stuff. <laughs> yeah, and it's like even like you know, because normally we have when we have sports event, everyone just go to mama. Yeah, there'd be a giant projector, <laughs> and everybody would just watch the projector outside. <laughs> yeah. It's the most mamak thing ever. Yeah, and they'll be probably watching Tokyo Olympics in mama, but we can't do Actually, it this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ayo. Yeah. Man, how the times have changed. Yeah. yeah. What was the... Because, like, you witnessed it firsthand. You experienced it firsthand mm -hmm. as well. I had a few accounts from a few of my friends. But, like... Um, but what was it like, like, seeing the changes in Malaysia because of COVID? Mm. It's actually really heartbroken to see, mm. like, you know... Because when things get harder, people kind of lose their jobs, especially like in some sectors. You can't really, you can't even operate your business. Well, it's only 
they kind of only restrict to um, the necessities they're able to operate their business. So a lot of people, they lost their jobs and yeah. then um, they get like pay cuts. It's yeah. actually quite depressing. You could, you could feel the depressed in the air. Yeah. <laughs> That's the most... Wow, to deliver that line like <laughs> and make me laugh. <laughs> Depressed in the air. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it must feel like really, like a better word, shit. Um, mm-hmm. So it's. But it's a good thing that also like community members, they are actually doing their parts in like fundraising, like food banks, which is yeah. a really um, a good um. Yeah, Obvi- obviously to, like, we, we don't. Back to the society. Yeah, we don't want to touch on the politics and yeah, yeah. you know all that conversation because that's a very sensitive topic. But um, the community, I think, is something that we should talk about. Um, um, if any of you um here would like to support Malaysia, um, there's a kita jaga kita. Um, is it kita jaga kita dot com? Um, I'm not too sure. But that initiative, it's also a hashtag. It's like what people are doing. So kita just means us and us. we. Yeah. Um, Jaga is take care. Um, we so take care of, of each, other. each other's out yeah. here. So, kita jaga kita. Yeah. Um, so, there's initiatives online. So, if you want to donate and help out Malaysia, please go ahead. Um, um, our frontliners are working very hard. Yeah. Um, do you know any frontliners personally? Mm, I had a couple of friends that's doing like medicals as well. So, they actually volunteered to work in um, KLIA, which is our airport. So, they actually... Um, help in like escorting those international passengers doing their tests and then that kind of stuff because well I guess it's the same across everywhere where you actually when the first step when you first step into the airport you get escorted throughout you can't walk anywhere you get the police will escort you to a designated area you have to sit there wait and wow. then listen to their next instruction yeah there's there's no shops operating you can't do your your duty free shopping and yeah. stuff yeah it's very straight it's very, very straight yeah. it's just non-stop waiting and yeah. then at least that's good to see um mm. but you know at least the authorities are taking it seriously mm. at the airport especially yeah mm. um where the transmission is the most like risky yeah mm. um so that's that's really good to see. Yeah, on my side, um, my sister's, my elder sister's uh, boyfriend, she, uh, he, I think he, he's actually a, den, a dentist um, student. I think he graduated already and he's like now training, mm-hmm. but he still had to help out with like frontline stuff. Um, and I just remember him going on like an army airplane to Sarawak, East Malaysia. Wow. Yeah, and it, it was so it was so cute because like they had this like Instagram live thing. It's like, oh, look at all the workers who are like um going to go help out Sarawak and Sabah. But it was only for two weeks because they didn't have the budget to yeah. continue that long. I think that's one of the most heartbreaking things. Uh, like a lot the of budget. students, healthcare workers, they actually had to volunteer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the resources are really scarce. Like there's not enough people, not enough manpower. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I know Malaysian healthcare system is actually really good. It's just mm. the number of cases and, yeah, you know... Couldn't really cope with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, um, I'm very glad that we do have, a, you know, really good, competent people on, mm-hmm. like, in, like, on the front lines. But um, I just, yeah, my heart goes out to everyone who has to even deal with that situation. And it's prolonged as well because, like, you have the situation of... Um, what fatigue? Is it the um, pandemic fatigue? Yeah. What's what's pandemic fatigue? Uh, it's like, I think it's also known as lockdown fatigue or quarantine fatigue. There's a lot mm-hmm. of names for it, but it's mm-hmm. basically, 
um, when you go through prolonged periods of lockdown and prolonged periods of like having to deal with the pandemic, mm-hmm. that everything just kind of starts to seem hopeless and like oh, all the efforts like kind of yeah. feel like it's not even working. Like why yeah. am I? Why should I even like work harder? And, true, yeah. true. That's probably like most of the healthcare workers. That's how they mm-hmm. feel it right now. Yeah. Um, what I find interesting though is that in contrast to the lockdown here, we don't get deliveries. Like that was the first time I've seen a MACD close in since I was a kid. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so it was pre like twenty four hour McDonald's, right? But during lockdown I lived next to the McDonald's. So oh. <laughs> I saw the McDonald's across the road and I was like, No, no McDonald's. So when it down it went down by a level like to level three, then mm. we could suddenly get deliveries, yeah. But in Malaysia from the get go, you could get deliveries. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yes, you could get, you can get delivery. Yeah. Like. I think it was crucial in helping to support local businesses as yes. well. Yes. And I, well, and also like Grab and Uber, they actually took an initiative to set up a, sparti- like a specific columns like support local restaurants. So you could actually browse through um, the local restaurants nearby your place. Yeah, so if you like see like Nando, Starbucks, all that kind of stuff, um, uh, then you also have another section which is just like support local. Yeah. So what about Food Panda? I miss my Food Panda. Um, I haven't used Food Panda before, nah, but, fair enough. but probably they should have yeah, that should section as well. Yeah. 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 I'll we'll ask my mom later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's gotten so good at like ordering deliveries. You and know, so all the promo like, codes. Like, yeah. Fully she, utilizing she, it. You know what she told me? She put a chair outside of the house so uh, that I they think can there's just many leave of them that you that yeah, did that's that. So yeah. cute. I know. Like it's like so smart as well. Like yeah. this is like um Con- uh, yeah zero contact delivery yeah uh, and I just remember the pre-COVID conversations um going like oh um like we struggle to like um use technology use um deliveries like why should we use deliveries and then when COVID hit then suddenly everybody had to use deliveries yeah it just accelerates all the digital processes yeah it's a saving grace it's a saving grace. Okay, so we are about to run out of time. It's been uh, wonderful like having a chat with you. So to conclude our session, is there anything you would like to say to the offshore students out there, whether they are still stuck out there or they're on their journey back to New Zealand? Any advice or anything? Um, I'll just say that just stay put. Everything definitely is going to get better. And if you need any help... Um, you should you should when you feel like talking to somebody just reach out to them they will be there for you and yeah honestly new zealand is so peaceful that i i almost forgotten that you know covid is still like ongoing while other places um it's still everyone's just suffering in other places yeah you know mm. and um yeah yeah yeah, well, yeah we we should really appreciate like living in such a safe environment you know yeah. and but yeah, not forgetting that there are people out there that are still like fighting COVID and then like fought hard in these trying times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make sure to keep supporting our local communities back home as well. Yeah. And like, if you want to do some fundraising, um, please share it to the Omsong page and I'll get it approved. And then mm-hmm. you can get a bigger reach. Um, yeah, keep communicating, like Cheryl said. Yeah, take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mentally, especially. Mentally. Yeah. yeah, go to the gym at home. <laughs> okay, anyways, thank you so much for sharing your experience with us today. I found it really incredible that you've managed to go through all that and make your way back here. It's a unique experience you and many other offshore students can share, and that experience should not be swept under the rug. Um, especially like looking out for our distance students, that's especially important. We really 
um, appreciate your time. We appreciate that you can talk about this to us and highlight the issues of being an off- offshore student. So um, thank you so much. And I've been your host for today, Sean Teo, and you're listening to Chill Out with Omsa on ORFM Dunedin, 105.4 FM. Tune in next time, folks. The song we're going to play is Because You Love Me by Celine Dion, which you dedicate to... All the people that I love that always support me unconditionally. <laughs> okay. Love, big love to everyone. Bye. Bye.
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.